It's the People's Podcast Show with Adrian Biddle. Melissa Bartlett. And your boy Terry Bigsby. It's your show. So tell us what you want to talk about. It's that it's that table podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's that time of day again. I have been waiting to get back on here with my my sister and our special guest this evening. But before we uh, jump into our guest and his introductions, let me first introduce um, the lady of the house, the, the truth keeper herself, Miss Pitbull. What's going on, sis? <laughs> Hello, bro. How are you? Hello, ATR fam, ATRT family. It is Wednesday, and I always tell you, you need your hump day to get through the rest of the week, and I need the podcast. So I'm glad to be here, and I'm so excited about our guest. Um, oh you know me. I have a special special place always for hip-hop. So anytime we have anybody who plays, who performs, who are artists, who produces and keeps us with the real, mm -hmm. I'm there and I'm their support. How you doing, A Money? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm like like I was saying earlier, I've been looking forward to this too. And um Tangie let us know of our guests that we'll be having this evening. And I'm I was just as excited as what you just got through describing. So I guess without further without any further delay or anything, I guess I'll go ahead and introduce the young man that we have up in here. So as you got through saying, Melissa, he's an entrepreneur, he's a DJ, he's a producer, he's a remixer, also an artist. It's the music baby, DJ Drake and, well, basically AKA, I am DJ Drake as well. Welcome, my brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. So, like we said, we're, we're so lucky to have this gentleman today, and, and uh, we're going to make sure that our guests uh, feel at home as well as our viewers get some insight into your uh, your career thus far. Nice. Let's talk. Let's do it. Go ahead, Mel. <laughs> Why me? Why do I have to start all the time? <laughs> DJ Drake, I am so pleased. Um I was introduced to Twitch by accident and, you know, was on and I'm like, oh, okay. I totally thought it was a gaming platform. So I, I was ignorant to all that it offered. And then I was able to go on listening to different DJs, different mixes, especially on a Friday and a Saturday where I'm not a clubber anymore but you guys make me feel like I'm still at the club. And I came across one of your, one of your shows, one of your mixes. So it was crazy that we got the email from Tangi and I said, Oh my goodness. Like I gotta get, I can't wait to this show. I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, so for some that may not be so social media savvy, um, do a, a high level on how it is using Twitch as one of your platforms to, to really just reach 
us. So 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 right now, Twitch is the probably the premier platform for for DJs. Um, so you, you're right; it is a gaming app, um, and we were all introduced to it through, through the pandemic. Uh, you know, all of us was using Facebook and Instagram, and a lot of DJs went over to Twitch early. You know, because you kept getting cut off from Facebook right, and Instagram right. after restart, and you know, so you know, the only one that wasn't getting cut off was D Nice. You know, so. Right. <laughs> so so you know when we when we discover twitch twitch is a gaming app but they also have a license for for music because gamers use, use music so that's how you know djs went over there you don't you, you get to watch the whole stream um yep. the only thing they do is mute the playback on certain parts uh for copyright but i mean it's the best platform out it's been able to uh allow us to meet people from all over the world um, you know, you, yeah, so, so you've been on it. So, you know, you could be having a conversation with somebody over in UK, yes. to Germany to, you know, it, it's just, it just allows everybody. It's, it's like a big gathering spot for everybody. So it's, it's really dope. And you know, you're meeting all these incredible DJs. Um, you can see some of the top DJs. You can see Jazzy Jeff, if you want to see them, you know, DJ scratch, you can see a whole bunch of DJs. Um, uh, you can see Little John when he comes on. You can see Timberland. I mean, so the platform is huge. And, and, and what it did for the DJ market, uh, it really, you know, it really took it to the next level. So I, I, I'm glad, I'm glad it's here. Me too. Me too. Because actually Little John was my introduction. Okay. Okay. And I said, what in the heck is this? Like, oh, he's so amped. He, it's like I was in Atlanta. I said, wait a minute, this is streaming live? Oh, my goodness. So after that, I just kept, you know, linking, kept tuning in, kept looking at this, saying, hey, you know, who should I check out next? And it was like DJ Drake. I said, okay, check you out. I said, oh, yeah, I was in heaven. I was, Twitch is like my savior to hip hop because even with some of the streaming music platforms, it starts still to kind of get a little redundant. So right, right. to have, you know, you and the others be able to just really just show out like no rhyme, no reason, just do go what you feel. And you digging in the crates from the eighties, boom, or you right, all trying right. you know, you're doing what today is what your heart is feeling. That's what I love. That's what I love. And, and, and the beautiful thing about Twitch is you could find, you could find something that you you could find something that you want to hear. Somebody's doing something that you want to hear, whether if it's slow music or house music or hip hop, R and B, neo soul. Somebody's doing something. So you know that that's the beauty of it. It's not it's not the same thing. You know, it's not, it's not like terrestrial radio where same eighteen songs in a row. You know, right. you know you're going to get the same music. You know, so right. Right. yeah, I, it's beautiful, man. I I, I love Twitch. Yeah, well, and it has just, allowed me to 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 be introduced to a whole nother market, you know? Yeah. So well, um Melissa just got through saying you she saw you digging in the crates. You see that um you have one of the largest um collections of of uh records <laughs> pretty much in comparison to most DJs. How many records you think you have over there, sir? Oh my god, I got records going back to the 1950s you know i got Ooh. i got i got my father's records my brother's records my uncle's records then when i started collecting in like 1980 when i first you know as a little young kid 
mm-hmm. you know, first getting into music and that's everything I collected and records from when I was on radio. And I mean, ah, man, you looking at, whew, you looking at, <laughs> man, maybe, maybe 150,000 or more, you know? <laughs> maybe, you know? It's just, I mean, I got them in my garage. I got them, in, I got them so all over. That was going to be my question, DJ Drake. Like, what is your storing system? What does that look like? So, like, like, like all the pertinent ones that 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 I might run through, they're they're sitting in my in my basement. They're in they're in the uh, in the shelves. Then I have another storage area where I got like a whole another set of records. Um, I recently just cleaned out my uh, my shed because that was filled with nothing but records. And wow. now that's all up in the garage. So, you know, it's just, it's too many. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to start selling some off now. Yeah, I'm pretty wow. sure there should be somebody. If, yeah. if you're not paying attention, <laughs> hello, here's a chance for you to get your your crates nice. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Contact DJ Drake. <laughs> I got a whole lot of records that I'm looking to get rid of. So, yeah. So, um. So DJ Drake, your your career has been spanning close to about twenty five years. Um, yes. Give give the uh, our audience the backstory on how you got started DJing. So, so I, I'm the youngest in my family of four. So I came up, you know, listening to what my father was playing, Marvin Gaye, what my sister was playing, what my brother was playing, Parliament Funkadelics. Uh, my uncle was playing Shalimar. So by the time I got into it into like heavy into the music. It was like early eighties, you know, when I heard Grandmaster Flash and them, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, you know, I, I, I want to do that. Cause I couldn't sing and I couldn't rap. <laughs> so, but I knew I wanted to do music. So I said, I want to be like Grandmaster Flash. Then I heard Jam Master J. That's when I got uh, probably like around, uh, maybe around 85, 84, 85, when I got my first turntables. Uh, and I, man, I was only like, like like 12 years old when I got my first set of turntables. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. And just started practicing. It was it was Jam Master J, Mix Master Ice. And then I heard Jazzy Jeff. And that was pretty much it. So <laughs> when I once I heard Jazzy Jeff, you know, that pretty much changed everything. You know, because coming up, I, so I'm from Connecticut. So coming up in Connecticut, we pretty much go by what New York is doing. Mm-hmm. But you got to remember back in those days, you couldn't see what they were doing. You could only hear what they were doing. So a lot of Connecticut DJs were like mixers. You know, they, they could mix real good. So that's what I came up on, you know, mixing. And I say around 85, you know, I I, I seen uh, Grandmaster D in concert from Houdini. Okay. It was, it was the Fresh Fest. Grandma, uh, Houdini, Run DMC, L O Cool J, Fat Boys, and Dougie Fresh. And they came to the New Haven Coliseum. And that was my first time ever seeing a DJ live uh, in person. And Grandmaster D from Houdini, he started doing these tricks, spinning around and stuff like that. And I was like, that's that's it right there. That's it. So then I went from a mixing DJ to a battle DJ. Then I heard Jazzy Jeff and I'm like, you know, so it was, you know, a mixture of all that. And Jazzy Jeff and Kid Capri are my favorite DJs. So, you know, I... I, I I took from both of them and then added my own to what to 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 my own style, and from there you know I took it to college, 
went to college and was DJing all the parties and fraternities and sorority parties from there. After college, uh, started doing all the clubs and, you know, we started our own uh, entertainment company, Music Man Entertainment. We started doing uh, events. We actually hooked up with Def Comedy Jam and started bringing the artists from Def Comedy Jam down to Hartford. Um, oh. So, oh. yeah, so, you know, like JB Smooth and yeah. Earthquake and, oh man, you name, all of them, Talent, Drew Freight, all of them. We had them all, we brought them down here. I'm good friends with all of them. Oh, we started doing that in like 1994, yeah. you know, and uh, and then I started doing radio, you know, 93.7, then Power 104, Series XM. So it's just, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. I could scratch one of my questions off because I was going to ask, how did a young king growing up in Connecticut have the draw and have the influence of hip hop, which knowing mm. I had a friend that, you know, caught the train from Connecticut to New York every day. So I know that they're, you know, relatively close. And it's like, how did that happen? And that so, was one of my questions. So, uh, so, so, so I could tell you, right? So it, it is kind of funny. So again, we were too young. You, you talking now 80s. We wasn't hopping on no trains or doing none of that. We was right. teenage. We weren't even teenagers. We were still, you know, so me and my, me, me and my cousin, Mike, uh, you know, may, may he rest in peace. We used to, at like around 12, 1 o'clock at night, all the radio stations in Connecticut would go off. So you could hear, you know, you still would have static, but you could hear the KISS FM with Red Alert. Oh, wow. So we, so we would get that like around 1 o'clock at night. That's what we listened to, Red Alert. You get the static and everything, but, you know, you, you get the gist of what's going on. So that was like our true introduction introduction to hip-hop uh learning about all the music and, and every song we heard we would go down to to the local record store see if they had it go buy it um but that was like our introduction through 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 listening through the radio just a little faint sound that we could get we would get that uh again i'm the youngest so my sister when she was in college her boyfriend is from philly uh -oh. and he used to give me tapes of jazzy jeff and cash money. Yep. So that's how I got introduced to to them before they even put out records. You know? So I was, you know, I'm I'm listening. Again, you can't see it. So I'm listening and learning how to do what they do just through listening, you know? So you know, that those are my introductions. I can relate. I grew up in Montgomery, Alabama, where you got blues and R and B till like twelve o'clock on Saturdays. And then yeah. You know, that was it. And the very first time I went to New York, I was 10. Wow. And I I was just in awe. And my aunt, to one point, we were walking through Harlem, and my aunt is like, close your mouth, because I was just, like, <laughs> taking it all in. And I'll never forget, like, to be up, and everyone's up, and everyone's out. And I got a chance to see some real live B-boys mm. breaking and battling on cardboard on the sidewalk and wow. I thought I had arrived like this is life this is living like as soon as I get grown I'm li I'm moving to New York and I try to tell my children there's a difference when people say hip-hop I was born in the hip-hop hip-hop raised me there's right. a totally different feeling energy vibe 
that was going on at that time that they're never going to get because everything is so accessible. Everything, boop, 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 you pop it in, you can see them, you can follow them, you can do all this. But it gave us, I think, a deeper appreciation right, for right. what real hip hop is. And I have a, like, my prize possession record isn't a hip hop one. I'm a Rick James fan. So I have the Rick James album with the uh, red high boots. Like, that <laughs> is my. <laughs> The Fire and Desire album is that the is that Fire and Desire album? <laughs> street song, street song. Right, I can't right. remember the name of it. Um, so just that I know how precious that is to me. So to have over a hundred thousand records, this is going to be such an unfair question. Give me your top five, your top fundamentals, if you can. Uh oh, top fundamentals of DJ of 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 albums oh top my top five albums i know i know, I know it's unfair i know it's unfair if you can <laughs> if you can my top five albums oh my god well the first one is stevie wonder uh uh key of life songs in the key of life okay so stevie michael jackson uh well so stevie wonder michael jackson my all-time favorite two artists so um michael jackson I don't know between the Beat It and the Off the Wall album. Both of those was classics. So I don't know which one I lean towards. Um, Public Enemy, my all-time mm. favorite rap group. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, not, not the first one, but the second one. The Don't Believe the Hype album. Don't Believe yep. the Hype. Yep, mm. yep. Tribe Called Quest. Of course. That's my other favorite rap group. Uh, Low End Theory. Was that their second yep. one? Low End Theory, Yep. And one more, one more. Oh man, that's I, I got <laughs> that's horrible. I, I say, yeah, that, that's tough. Because you said so when I so when I think of albums, I'm thinking of like from beginning to end. I don't yeah. have to skip the song. Um, I, I would say Biggie's first album. Oh yeah, ready to die. I would say Great Biggie's time. first album. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I would say those might be my top five. Okay, so listen, um. You're not going to get those albums, people. Whoever contact them, just hope you made that list. Don't even ask them. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, hey, Charlie, thank you for joining in. She states, never going to get. I don't know if that is a song. Uh, she said that good selection on your part that you were listing just now, DJ Drake. Okay, thank you. So now you 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 were talking about all the comedians that you you know you kind of rubbed elbows with, and we know that it's been some um, heavy hitters that you've been performing on stage with. Uh, top, I'm gonna almost do like what uh, what Melissa just did, but I'm gonna shorten it. Top three performers that you had the opportunity to work with. Okay, okay. I can tell you two right off the rip. Now, okay. I, I, I know the three, so man, it's tough because I performed with, I performed on stage, I opened up for Public Enemy. That was crazy. Uh, EPMD, Big Daddy Kane, all those were big. Mm -hmm. But I gotta say, believe it or not, my top three would be one, Buster Rhymes. 
his energy is just uh, just like amazing, it. right? <laughs> like Buster Rhymes gets one of the best shows you'll ever you'll ever see. Like, do not come after him. <laughs> you're not gonna be able to match that energy. So I would say Buster Rhymes, and then I would say two who's on a similar path to Buster Rhymes, DMX. When I had the opportunity to perform with DMX, performed with him a couple of times, performed mm-hmm. on stage a couple of times, but the first time when he first came out, his album first dropped. Wow, you're talking like 3,000 people that just lost their mind. I mean, the energy that DMX had was amazing. Um, and then I'm 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 gonna say my my third right now would be Cameo. Cameo. When I perform with Cameo, All right. that you know, and again, so I, I'm a I'm a big old school head. So right, right, right. To perform with, I mean, Larry Blackman. I mean that 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 was amazing. That and this was before he, you know, out before he looking like he looking now, but barely walked. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna tell you, you know, they just did a show in Ohio. I think it was oh, yeah. last weekend. So, so I, I, I just seen him maybe like last year, and you know he had to sit down when he's performing. And so he's yeah, yeah. yeah so he so... sat down, and um, my uh, one of my friend's mom went to the concert in Ohio just this past weekend. It's like you know he's sitting down, da 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 da, and. She was like filming. She sent us some pictures. And I'm like, he still has this cup. Yep, <laughs> like, yep. He still wears the cup. <laughs> yep. yep. But, 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 when I, but when I performed on stage with them, this was like mid 2000s. I, I mean, they were still cameo, you know? Right. They mm-hmm. were still killing it. So I would have to say those three and then honorable mention Public Enemy. Because Public right. Enemy shows is just amazing. Energy. Yeah, yes. just straight energy. So that's what I like. So, so I, I like the energy shows. Um, Cause that's how I play when I DJ. I play energy, like energy mm-hmm. type style. So, mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Charlie Chimes saying again and say, "Hey, friends, yeah, these kids would never get the hip hop vibes we did." BBFF. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, right. I, I mean, w- w- the way we came up with Tribe Called Quest and Public Enemy and Care as one and all them, that that golden era hip hop will never be again. Right. Right, they like so. They like um, so. Oh my God, Queen Latifah, Naughty Queen by Latifah. Nature. Yeah, Wu Tang. Yeah, well, DJ yeah. Drake, you know Charlotte is is the retirement for all of the the retirement state in in North Carolina and city for <laughs> for hip hop. <laughs> so you know, if they may not stay here, they got a house right. here or something. Right, they right, ain't right, nothing right. that you you wind up seeing somebody around. You I'm know, say, is it Big Daddy came down there with y'all now, Charlotte? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Sure is, and I'm pretty sure a lot of cities say this, but I know Kick Pre has a special place in his heart for Charlatans. I mm. know he does. Yes, he does. Nice. nice. So once again, for our viewers checking in, the night's guest we have is DJ Drake, aka I am DJ Drake, and we're gonna um. A little further into the show, we're going to touch on some of the other stuff that you got going on. I'm just having a fun time just asking some of these questions right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love answering them. Yeah, well, let this this is one I'm curious about. So growing up and, you know, you find you finding your way on, on, on the DJ circuit and everything, getting your skills up. Have you ever been involved in a DJ battle? Uh so I used to battle from, I think I had my first battle 
as a as, as a teenager in 88 88 yes. was my first battle 88 from from 1988 to 2000 mm-hmm. I was at the battle contest and yeah. never lost. Oh, never lost. One, one, all the ones I won. Won a Gemini battle. Won a uh, back then Gemini w- was the brand. You yes. know, before Rain and this Toronto and all this other stuff. Um, but yeah, that was back then. I, you know, I haven't done nothing since like ninety nine, two thousand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Shoot, I, I used to think those were more of a show than some of the time the artists. Yeah, yeah, but 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 I started turning away from that. Um, mm-hmm. just to focus more on, on a party aspect, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I never wanted to be a battle DJ. Yes. So that's why I say like, 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 like my style is a cross between growing up first, learning how to mix second, seeing Grandmaster D learning how to do tricks. Third, seeing Jazzy Jeff learning how to cut and scratch better. Mm-hmm. And then four, rocking the party, watching Kid Capri. So those has always been my my influences, so I'm not just a strict party, uh, a, a strict battle DJ. So that's why I really try to st- shy away from like, ah, you know, I want to rock a party, you know? Yes, sir. You said I've been here, done that. <laughs> I don't want to make any more losers out here. I'm yeah. trying to party. <laughs> yeah, he walked off as the champ. He yeah, said, I'm yeah. not trying to win again. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and rock the party. Let me just rock the party. In <laughs> the battles I, I did, they was, you know, New England battles. I never like entered no uh no uh no 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 DMC or nothing like that. I never entered nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I never wanted to go that route. So yeah. all right. What is your most memorable well, let me ask this. What was your first gig that you got paid? Ooh. DJ? DJ. I was in I was in the eighth grade. Okay. And the athletic director of the high school. I wasn't in high school yet. The athletic director of the high school. You know, I I I I was I just everybody knew I was DJing. He would hire me to do the high school dances. Oh wow! And so he would pay me like seventy five dollars. That's probably why he was hiring me because he only had to pay seventy five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> in the eighth grade, I didn't know no better. I was just happy, you know. So that was my first thing I did to get paid. I was DJ at high school parties in the eighth grade. Yep. Oh. oh wow! There's some people seventy five dollars. Don't don't have a story that early. Uh-uh. <laughs> some Not people were grown grown before they got paid. It's so funny. I, I DJed all through high school, all, all through high school, did radio, my senior year in high school, did college radio. Um, you know, on Thursday nights, me, me and my me and my partner would DJ for, well, back back then we was, you know, we would call them old folks because we was nothing but kids, but they were, you know, they had a spot that they would go to and we, we, we would DJ it, DJ over by one, get up and go to school next day. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. All right, vinyl versus digital mixer. Which one you prefer? Oh my god! Uh, so I grew up on vinyl, but I'm going to tell you, I, I, uh-huh. I prefer, I prefer the, the 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 laptop. Oh really? <laughs> I prefer the laptop. Yes, okay. yes. I prefer the laptop. I mean, it it probably put a good 
25 years back on my life for DJing, you know? Mm. <laughs> you know? DJ said he had good hands and backs. <laughs> Listen, we came like up in the air. Right. I, I came up in the era where, you know, for, for DJing parties, Kid Capri was God, you know? So Kid Capri would, you know, travel with 12 record cases. So everybody felt like they had to do that. And man, trying to carry record crates upstairs to, to, to clubs and whew, I'm so glad they invented the computer. Did what they did with Serato and the computer. I'll take that any day. I'll take that any day over the records. Right. Mm -hmm. So what are some of your, you know, I can I can just sit and eat all of the the hip hop experiences and stories that you have, especially the earlier ones where, you know, someone like me being in Montgomery, I didn't get any of that until afterwards. So, but I'm not going to keep you there. What are some of your other projects that you have going on? So again, right now, you know, we have the Twitch going on. Uh, we had a single out. We put a single out last. We put out two singles. So we put out our first single uh, in 2020 during the pandemic, summer of 2020. Uh, house Afro house song called Africa. Um, you know, with the success of that, we came back in 2021, late 2021. We put out the single we got now, uh, uh, going nowhere, featuring Lamone. And with the success of that, now we're working on the EP, and we're gonna drop the EP probably in like September, October of this mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. um, we're working on a remix now for the song we got out now, Going Nowhere. We're going to re-release that, uh, the remix of that. And then we'll be dropping the EP uh, probably like September, October. So that's that's where we're at now. And, and then, of course, wherever I'm DJing at, you know? Yes, so is there any events coming to our area, close to North Carolina, J you know, Georgia? I will be uh, in Charlotte. I, I'll be in Charlotte. Uh, oh my God, what's the date? July, July. I think July twentieth through the twenty fourth. I'll be in there. Um, I, I I won't be DJing, but I, I I'll just be there, hoping to pick up some gigs. Uh, you know, it's our fraternity's conclave. So yep, yeah, Omega Sci Fi. So so, so he's an Omega man. There. Yes, yes. Spring ninety one. <laughs> Well, I hope that I get a chance to run into you while you are here. I'm going to, you know, run through a little bit of the festivities through your conclave. So right. hopefully they'll let you get behind the turntable somewhere. So you hopefully can, I can pick something up. Hope that could pick so. Hopefully, Tangie, you find something for me. Yes, Tangie, <laughs> we want, we want DJ Drake, DJ Drake, DJ Drake. <laughs> Uh, so we have a, a Facebook user out here who say, who said a little house music. That a hint towards something? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, that's what we're doing now, house music. Yeah. Again, yeah. I grew up a hip hop. I grew up a hip hop DJ. Mm -hmm. um, but we decided not to go that route when we decided to re to, to release music. Yes. Um, you know, we we we've done so much. You know, in the hip hop and R and B through radio and shows and you know we we did a lot so we figured all right, all right if we're gonna come out let's go a different route which is the house music and then circle back to the hip-hop and r&b 
So that's why we decided to go with the house music first. I grew up on house music as well. You know, in college, that's what we listened to. Uh, I, I, I think house music right now, um, house music is where it's at. It's making a comeback. Yes. You see, you see Drake with, with, it, with his whole album is house. Beyonce just dropped a song that's house. You know, this is already on my mind, so I'm I'm two years into making house music. Um, so I you, you know, when I look at the landscape of thing on who the landscape of on things of who's doing what, it just seems like the house music right now, I, I don't see enough of us in it, you know, and <laughs> we created the house music, you know, exactly. and, and and we're not in it. So Everywhere I look around, you know, either the, you know, the house DJs are from overseas or the house artists are from overseas or it's very few that look like us, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you got black coffee and maybe a couple of more, but it's very few that look like us. So we decided, you know, we want to go that route. We, we want to get into the house music and make some noise in that and then come back to the hip hop and R&B. One of my favorite house bands right now out of DC is um, Black Alley. Mm -hmm. Love yeah. them, love them, love them. And I'm excited about house coming back. Um, still a little on the fence about Drake. I get it. I don't feel that he came through <laughs> um, with it. That's just my opinion. These are the opinions of Pitbull, not of uh, at the round table. <laughs> um, uh, I feel like it was like it's a soft, it's a soft house, you know. Right, right. Even right. though you can have soft house, right. so that's kind of where I'm like, eh. But um, yes, I'm feeling Beyonce definitely. Um, feeling the the single definitely. Like it's yeah. it's single fire. I love, yeah, I love house. Love it. Yeah, yes. And, and it's about time we start. You know, we start getting back into what we created. You know, so uh, that to me, that's the moves. That's where all the festivals are. That's where all the big gigs are at all the all the residencies in vegas it's, it's house music i mean so whether it's edm and, and again you know when we started making house we didn't realize all the different genres of house music from right. i mean obviously we knew edm and soulful house but you know you got uh you, you got afro house uh it's just so many different genres of it we was like wow I, we just making music we don't know whichever one y'all put it in that's what y'all put it in Right, so, right, and that's what makes hits to me. Right. That it goes into it, it doesn't go into a box because it can right. go into too many of them. To me, right. that's that's music. Yep, yep, yep. So our, our house music encompasses a little bit of everything. I would say, you know, mo mo mostly soulful, but it encompasses a little bit of everything. It got some EDM elements and all of that. You know, uh, DJ Drake. It sounds like you have a busy schedule keeping your name out there. How how important in being a DJ is it to stay busy like that? I, I mean it's important, but it depends on what it is that you're doing. So mm -hmm. again, I'm 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 from Connecticut. So you know I I pretty much did all I could do in Connecticut, you know. So of course I still DJ in Connecticut, but it depends on depends on what it is. So most of my gigs now I'm looking for all outside the state gigs or, or, or things like that, casinos and stuff like that. Um, so it's important to stay busy, but it depends on what the gig is. I'm not, you know, I see a lot of people that just take anything to take anything and feel like that's keeping them out there, but uh, not me. It, it has to be, it has to be right. Mm -hmm. um, it it got to be something that I, I feel, you know, that's why 
you know, I kind of don't DJ a lot in Connecticut because uh, I've been there, done that. So, you know, it's important to stay busy, but it's important to take the right gigs as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. How do you balance your schedule with your personal life, your home life? How How is, you know, being on the road sometimes or, you know, getting that magic call like, yo, we need you and this uh, artist and there might have been a vacation plan. Like, how do you right, right. how do you balance balance that out? I mean, it's easy for me to balance it because my wife pretty much goes everywhere I go. So <laughs> it's not, you know, she she's right there with me from, you know, from beginning to end. Uh, you know, I never really had a problem with, with having to balance that out with, with, with my kids because I took some years off. Um, you know, when my son, around eight or nine years old, started getting into sports, I took a good from like 2000 and 2009 to about 2015. I, I took those years off and really focused on my kids and watched him play basketball and all that. So they're in college. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's just me and my wife. So she goes wherever I go. So I, I don't really have no problems, you know? Good, good. That's admirable because you don't hear a lot of people talk about that that choice. I don't want to say sacrifice, mm -hmm. but it they make that intentional choice to say, hey, this isn't going to work. This is important to me. This is a priority. Right. Um, so that's very admirable. And I hope that, you know, some other people that may have a similar schedule that may be behind something else, maybe not with DJ or music, understand that it is definitely okay. And it's, it is important because most children that have that that chance to have that foundation and that grounding of the time with their parents, they are really great young adults right now. Yeah, so. and, and, and I don't feel like I missed anything taking that time off, you know? I really don't. I don't feel like I missed anything. Um, I was burnt out. You know, again, I've been going strong since the mid-'80s <laughs> as a 12-year-old to – you know, 2009, I, you know, nonstop. So I, I didn't feel, I, I was feeling burnt out. Um, and again, you know, to watch my son be able to play, now he's playing college basketball, um, get my daughter through high school. Now she's at an HBCU. You know, it all worked out perfectly. It all worked out. And then allowed me to come back at a time where, you know, social media was at its best and, to, and be able to capitalize off of social media. Um, so when I stopped in like 2008, 2009, when I slowed down, social media was just really getting started, you know? So again, it, it's not like how it was now, you know, where you don't need record labels, you don't need any of that. You could put something out and at the drop of a dime, hit hit the button at YouTube and it goes out to the world, you know? Yep. So, you know, the game is different. So I got back in it at the right time. Mm. Yeah, that's that's almost a good segue, Melissa, that you threw out there. Um, Noticing your um, your bio that it states that you was a 2019 recipient of the 100 Men of Color Awards. And let me make yeah. sure I got the definition of this award down. I'm trying to 
read it verbatim. <laughs> it says that 100 Men of Color Gala and Awards recognize the contribution of, of these men of color in business, education, entrepreneurship, government, entertainment, and service, and the important impact they have made on the lives of people throughout the state of Connecticut and Western Massachusetts communities. So how yeah. did it feel to actually win that award? I mean, it felt good. It, it always feels good to be recognized, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you know, not only do we DJ, not only do, not only do I DJ and do music, but uh, along with my uh, nephew, we have we also have a nonprofit organization um, called Hope and Humanity. And uh, like one of the things we do, which uh, he, he runs this side of it. I run the music side. He runs that side of it. You know, we do um, we, we do events for we go to different schools and do like town hall events. And we bring in artists like I brought Styles P in. Um, we just did one. Uh, we just did one at the end of May where we had, um, oh, my God, the boxer, uh, Sean Porter. We Sean had the Porter. boxer, Sean Porter, come down and talk with the kids. Uh, so it, it's growing. It's getting bigger and bigger. We bring, like, different different schools together. Um so, you know, we do like the town hall type thing, just trying to reach mm -hmm. the kids. We've been doing that for like the last three years. Um, right before the pandemic hit, we started down like like 2019. Um, so, you know, we, 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 we do a lot of things outside. Of, I do a lot of things outside of just music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a, even more important today to um, expose the youth back. to that. Yes, yes, yes. got to yes. get back. Yes, sir. We had a gentleman on our show. Um, Last year, uh, Devontae Butler, uh, um, was raised in Montgomery. I'm from Pittsburgh. He's from Pittsburgh, met him in the mall. And, um, he's an inspirational speaker for young men, goes around talking to a lot of schools and different, you know, he focuses towards men, but he does speak to the youth as a whole. And the, the wisdom and the, the joy and the favor that God has in this young man's life, um, and the influence uh, is, is ridiculous at the, you know, I, I mean, he's so young. He's like, I'm call you auntie. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a similar passion and, and purpose, you know, giving back to our community. So many people get caught up in the good time, you know, mm -hmm. and let's be fair. We make our money off a of good time, you know, yes. however, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, but there's more to it than just, a good time. You need something that you can, you know, feed on afterwards because when the music stops and the lights is out, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, the way, the way I was raised is you got to give back. And, and just the way I see it personally, uh, you know, why wouldn't you give back? So I always tell people, uh, you know, I, I didn't do this on my own, <laughs> you know, so along the line, people have always stepped up to help me get to where, to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just feel like it's my obligation to always give back or to always help the next person up, you know? So again, I, I, didn't, I didn't do it on my own. Somebody had to help me. So why wouldn't I help the next person or help the youth or, or you know, whoever, you know, that we can help? So that, but that's just how I came up, you know? And DJ Drake, what are the, the uh, contacts for your, your nonprofit for anyone that's interested to follow uh, even participate, uh, donate. What is the the contact for your nonprofit? So, uh, the name of the nonprofit is Hope 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 in Humanity. 
um we had a website but the website is, is being un, uh, under reconstruction right now so the best way right now would be to uh, either either hit us directly on instagram at imdjdrake or uh tyree huey those those are the two ways to hit us on instagram okay but this has been fun yeah yeah <laughs> Yes, sir. Um, quick question. So how often are you on Twitch? I'm still so, trying to learn that app myself. <laughs> Get it, man. It's a beautiful app, man. I'm telling okay. you, you won't be disappointed. You will not be you will find something that you like, I promise you. Um okay. and, uh so I, I, I used to do like four or five days a week. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I couldn't keep up with that schedule, just too much going on right now, especially once we got to the spring. So right now I do Sundays. 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we call it Classic Sunday Brunch. It's all straight 70s, 80s, and 90s music. Um, you know, we go we, we, we go in. Whatever your area is in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, we, we play it. So <laughs> you're going to hear a jam. Yeah, yeah. You're going to, so, you know, we do that on Sundays. On Mondays, we do uh, 4 to 6 uh, Eastern Standard Time. We call it It's an R&B thing where we focus mostly on late 90s, all the way up to today's music. Um, Wednesdays, we do four to five, called Soul to Soul, Soul to Soul Wednesdays. And then here and there, I'm in like rave trains on Tuesdays, you know, once or twice a month. Uh, maybe sometimes on a Saturday, we'll come on uh, for like a pop-up. But I, mm -hmm. but Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday is our is our days. Sunday, I can tell you right now. So I have, I go from here to Pittsburgh quite often and I drive. And so one on my way back, you had me. I was like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, turn it up. Cause you know, I'm a seventies and eighties kid, like, you know, oh. all the songs. So I have you know, depending on what I'm feeling, I might get up and I might have my playlist with rock on it from the 80s or whatever, like, you know. And yeah, DJ Drake, you made that drive possible. When I looked up, I was crossing the North Carolina State line. So I'm going to tell you right now, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And you said you're from Pittsburgh? Yeah. Okay, so 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 my family is from right there. Uh, my mother and father's from Aliquippa. Yep, so Aliquippa, yep. Quick Town is like about 30 minutes outside the city. Yep, 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 yep. I used to have to go there every summer for to visit my grandparents, but <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, they're from Aliquippa and my and my and my uncles from Beaver Falls. Beaver Falls. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So I know all about Pittsburgh on that area. I used to be out there all the time. Okay, okay. Well, look, they look. I'm going to have to get some of my people in Pittsburgh and be like, if y'all not down with DJ Dre, y'all need to get him in the bird, like, quickly yeah. do a Put show. Put him up on it. Put him up quickly. on it. Yeah. Charlie chimes in real quick and said, long drives, mixes are the key. Absolutely. Yes, they are. Especially when you get in the zone. Yep. An eight-hour drive could seem like a two-hour drive when you get in the zone, you know? Yep. Yep. That's so true. That's so true. All right. Well, we're getting close to that witching hour. Um, DJ Drake, um, tell the 
uh, what Charlie said. She, oh, she said real talk. <laughs> but um, can you tell can you tell the, our viewers how to follow you? So uh, best way to follow me if you want to see me live on Twitch mm -hmm. is uh, twitch.tv slash I am DJ Drake. Um, that's if you want to see me live Sunday, Monday, or Wednesday. Um, see how we do it. Interact with the guests. Interact with the chat room. People from all over the world. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at I am DJ Drake. All three of those the same. And Mixcloud at I am DJ Drake. There you go, family. We kept it see, kept it simple for you. If you can't remember simple. I am DJ Drake, then all I, right. I don't <laughs> right, know what we right. need to do. Right. I, I mean, that's what you told me. You got you got to keep everything the same. So right, uh, right. Um, uh -huh. the I dig T-shirts. Is that a is that one of your is that a T-shirt line from you or? No, no, no. So the the, the uh, I, I usually get from Power and Black Tees. Uh -huh. Um, you got Melon Apparel. Those are yeah. some of the ones I get. But Power and Black Tees is like my main one that that I go to. I'm, I'm coming out with my own collection. Um. That that should be out within probably by the end of July, that I'll start you know selling on um on, on on my streams. Okay, well I will be looking forward to one of those. Um, some of our previous shows I'm known for my t-shirts, so I will definitely. That shirt that shirt game is fire. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely definitely be looking forward to that. So yes, we can have it have it on. But I am I'm just ecstatic. I'm I'm a delighted. I think I've held my composure, not um talking too much, not uh being with just me like it's just me and DJ Drake, you know. Um <laughs> I'm super excited. You know, we are a, a show of transparency and we only had a couple guests that makes my my cheeks red. So <laughs> I was super, super ready for this one for sure. Thank you, thank you, and you got you got to let me know next time you on on, on the stream. I so, will, I, I will. You, you gonna you gonna see me, Miss Pitbull? You gonna see me? I'm gonna yep. let you know. This is me. All right, yep, yep. Let me know. <laughs> All, right. All right, can you can you bring people in live or is it just comments? Yeah, no, no. Uh, I could, uh, uh -huh. but that's that's something that you got to pre-plan ahead of time. Uh, we'll let's let's try to pre-plan pre that for Miss Pitbull. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I, I I used to do it all the time, like when we do our fundraisers. Yeah, I used to do our fundraiser. It would be like a twelve-hour stream just on my channel, and I would bring in other DJs, just like how you're doing now with the Streamyard. I would just use mm -hmm. Streamyard. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it would just it would just bring them in live. I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm thinking about doing a Zoom a, a Zoom one. Where you know we get a whole bunch of people on Zoom, and then we could bring them in live like that, where they could party, make it like a party type thing. Oh man, Ooh, you know tight. I like the party. Yeah. Yeah. that'll be tight <laughs> right there. Yeah, you might see me partying at the conclave, so it'll okay. be good. Mm. Okay, yeah, mm. yeah, I'm gonna be there. We're gonna be lit. You, you already know when the buzz is there. <laughs> you already when know. It's like there. it's been it's been on the edge. Everybody's <laughs> like, "Yo, when is it again?" I'm like. It's, it's, Catch it up. Is, They've been telling you it's, it's going to Charlie is going to be turned up. This is our first one since the uh the pandemic. So you already yes. know this is gonna be all I can say is don't miss it. Oh, yeah. don't, don't miss, miss it. it. <laughs> don't miss it <laughs> for sure. I'm glad I live here because um they they doing y'all dirty with the rooms, but we're not gonna talk about that. I know, I know, I know. 
It like I me. got mine. That's all that matters. I got my room. That's all that matters. <laughs> so like the oh my god, so a money like the rooms. They know that this event is in Charlotte. You know, uh -huh. it's on the books. It's with the county, city, all of that. So like all the downtown, you put those dates in. Uh -huh. Like they're all up by an extra hundred fifty dollars. What? Yeah. That sounds like some CIAA tactics I right there. I understand. <laughs> right. Right. They right. see us coming so a mile away. Yeah. Did not know that. I'm away from. So Charlie said, "I'm away from home." What does that mean, Charlie? You're away from home. What does that mean? Oh, hold up! I, I might have missed something. Man, I'm trying to stay out of Charlotte. Left out loud. <laughs> then oh. she says, "I'm away from home." Oh no! Come on down with me, VBFF. Party with me during this conclave. I need somebody to hold me accountable. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be there having some fun. Uh, oh, man. A bunch of us coming up from Connecticut, so. Woo! Oh, yeah. Sounds <laughs> like that's going to be tight. Let's see. Come on to Charlotte, if I allow. And that we got to make sure that we are missing, we are missing Carrie. Mm -hmm. Carrie Digsby this evening. That's my other brother. Um, Carrie, you're watching. I behaved. Thank you. Oh yeah, she 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 been on point this evening. I'm I'm a little scared because I'm I'm so used to her <laughs> her banter, but she she's been on the straight and narrow. See? Yeah, Charlie said, "Who is holding me accountable if I'm holding you accountable?" Uh oh. That means that's the right. That's it. Me and her need to hang out for this conclave. And yep. She hits you up with. Hashtag trouble, trouble. <laughs> to Leo's, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so I look forward to that then. I didn't know all that was going on with the rooms. That's, mm. Yeah. Scandalous. Scandalous. You know how they do. They make yeah. their money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, like I said, uh, it's about that time. You got any other questions, Melly Mel? I don't. I'm good because I will wind up being 7.30, 7.45. So I'm going to button up my mouth. Thank you so much for coming on the show, sharing your time. We want to be respectful and good stewards of your time. And so we just appreciate you coming on. We hope that you enjoyed yourself. We hope that we made you feel comfortable. Those are our two key things that we like when our guests are on the show. And we hope that in some time you will come back again. Thank you. Thank you. I would love to come back. And thank you for having me. It's been oh, a pleasure. Certainly our pleasure. Hold on for us, DJ Drake and family. We'll be back next week uh, with uh, hopefully a special guest that's going to rock your socks. Oh, that sounds old, didn't it? <laughs> I'll go back and delete that some kind of way. <laughs> Don't rock your socks. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, family, we'll see you next week. We're at the round table. Peace. <laughs>